0: This is Simon for News on the White and I am and we are in Ventnor, and we're with...
1: Uh, I'm Julie Hutchison. I'm Charity Garnet. And we're here today to talk about what? The East White Primary, which is not a primary school. It is an attempt to create local tactical voting in East White.
0: And we now have two parts of the Isle of Wight, voting-wise, mm-hmm. East and West. And East, I went through so many modifications, I can't remember, it's lo- roughly... it's Because Ride is so heavily populated, a lot of Ride and then a bits of other bits coming down to Ventnor, is that right?
1: Yes, so the uh, the final decision is um, East White is uh, Ride, uh, sea View. St Helens, Benbridge, all of the Bay area coming down as far as Ventnor. And mm. then Roxall is also going to be in the east and the line wiggles its way back up to just west of Ryde. But uh, Newport and East and West Cowes are all in West White. OK, OK.
0: And there's a number of candidates have said that they're going to be standing there. I think it's only just one party that hasn't said two candidates. Is that right?
1: And um, so... As it stands, um, the Conservatives have selected their um, candidate, the Reformers selected theirs, um, Greens have selected theirs, Labour and the Lib Dems in East White I haven't selected yet. Okay,
0: right. Where's, um, what's it Quigley? Then is he...
1: Richard quickly standing, uh, I believe, standing for Labour in West White, but I think he... their selection process hasn't gone through yet, oh, in okay. East or West. OK, so th- that was all background on...
0: The, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's about the forthcoming general election yeah. that we all know is on the way, but no-one knows when it's going to be, um, although it might be May, maybe after summer or whenever it is. And the idea of the East... East sorry, forgive me, the East White... Primary. Primary is to what? Help people understand options?
1: So um, our voting system means that uh, in, in the first-past-the-post system, uh, those with the most votes uh, win the seat. Um, so lots of us, there is in fact what we call a progressive majority here. There are more of us that would prefer progressive policies on um, the NHS, uh, climate. Uh, young people, all of these areas. And a lot of us would prefer either a Labour, a Lib Dem or a Green MP to a Conservative one. But because our votes are split between those three, the Conservatives come through the middle and win every time. So in order to get a MP that represents uh, progressive voters, we've got to get together and organise ourselves, which people are very used to doing um, because of our system in tactical voting non-Tories are used to deciding which party will best um, has the best chance of winning but in in the new seat of East White there's no obvious tactical choice Um, and that is why the East White primary is necessary we're saying let's get people together to choose for ourselves who is the best tactical candidate um, and then all back that one
0: Um, So, what's your definition of uh, progressive then?
1: Progressive is a tricky word. Um, Absolutely, Um, I think progressive. I think suggests that you would like politics and the world to be fairer, uh, possibly kinder, um, but certainly fairer. And I think one of the real differences that the Conservative Party has 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 gone down is in not quite climate denial, but certainly decisions about climate which uh, are really damaging and dangerous, despite their earlier r- rhetoric. So that's been a big motivator for us: is to get um, representation that you know uh, that sees the climate challenge for the size that it is, mm-hmm. um, and we need we need that representation really urgently.
0: It seems that there's quite a lot of people that were conservative voters aren't particularly happy with the way that the conservatives have gone in I don't know what is it six nine months a year or whatever it seem to be pushing ever further away from the center mm. so is that do you view them as progressives I
1: think I think I think we we're really trying to appeal to anybody who thinks that they don't want conservative representation at the next at the next election so I I, I absolutely you know we what we've been clear about is the issue is this conservative government it's not necessarily people who might instinctually um, agree with conservative uh, values or or principles you know it just as you say it feels like things have gone very awry in in recent years and, and therefore we feel like we've got to do something to to get some better representation.
0: Um, okay, so the, the person who's standing in the east at the moment for the Conservatives, Joe Robertson. Joe Robertson. Okay, and so he he is he's on Isle Council, but hasn't has he stood anywhere else for election? I think I've got a vague feeling he may have stood somewhere else in the country. I I, I won't get, pursue that line because I've forgotten the detail. <laughs> um, I, don't think, I don't think he had, has. Has well, he not? I, I, okay.
2: I don't know. I mean, I I know that he's not uh, an
1: Isle councillor anymore. He's stood down. So that he can concentrate on this, doesn't he? He's he's still a councillor. He's no. He was the leader of the Conservative group on the Isle of Wight Council. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: has, has he? So, so the idea would be to form a, a, a set of people that would say, "We don't think Joe Robertson's going to represent what we, as a collective, think." The collective being self-defining in whatever form they like.
1: So, um. So to be clear, there's absolutely nothing personal against Joe Robertson. It's simply the policy platform that he is aligned with um, in um, in being the Conservative candidate. So there is an awful lot of us who, who don't think the Conservatives have the answers for the future. And to have any chance of us being represented, we've got to get together mm. um, to decide who would be the tactical choice. Um, because if we are, are split, then... The Tories go straight through the middle every time, as they do so often in many safe Conservative seats. Mm-hmm. So, so the attempt is to uh, is to bring people together who aren't necessarily uh, tribally aligned. On p- so many people that don't have, aren't very engaged in politics, aren't very strong. Just have a sense that surely, particularly with our island community, where we are used to working together and supporting each other, if we could get a politician who was representing us, who embodied that spirit, we would. We would maybe get somewhere, um, and,
0: and you don't have a preference as to who that is. It's just just somebody that that isn't a conservative. Is the theory?
1: Um, so so we have no preference over whether it would be a, a Lib Dem, Labour, or, or Green. What we are really keen to do is to get local heads together to work out who is who is the best mm-hmm. candidate. And um, it's worth mentioning here as well that Reform have asked whether or not they could join the primary process. Oh, right um and um after consideration, we've said no, because actually um the policies that reform having a, a good look at their policy platform um particularly um around climate uh they they're simply not there so it, we are we are clear it's not just about not having a Tory, it is about having somebody that represents the the votes of of what traditionally might be thought of as the center and the left, but I don't think those those feelings apply really uh, in the same way anymore, but yeah.
0: Okay, okay. And so th- the moment there's there's Greens, Labour, Lib Dem, and, and the theory being, or the practice has been, people choose a party that they feel most closely aligned with, vote for that, and then by those votes being split among three people, are you saying that if those votes were combined, then that would outweigh what was previously the majority Conservative vote for the island?
1: Yes, so so absolutely. The I mean, at the last election, uh, Bob Seeley won on a majority of the votes. Um, it was a big majority. It was a big yeah. majority. Yeah. Um, when you take into account those that didn't vote at all, mm-hmm. which in a first-past-the-post system, it's a completely rational choice to decide not to vote if you know your vote isn't going to count. Um, so if you if you also include those that didn't vote... Um, it's no longer a majority. So we're hoping that some people traditionally who would choose not to vote might choose to vote if they think that there's a chance of it actually making a difference this time. Um, But when you weigh up the number of disillusioned Conservatives, um, we're pretty clear that at the the next election, it looks like the Tories may well win on a minority Mm -hmm. of the vote. So if we could unite the votes Mm -hmm. um, of, of progressives, then we'd... Have a have a really good chance of getting a progressive MP elected.
0: And has there been any accusations of being sort of anti-democratic by doing this? I I don't. I've got a vague thing sitting in the back of my head that maybe it had been raised. I don't remember this exact detail.
2: I haven't heard anything that's been thrown at us for being anti-democratic. Um, the you know all we're doing is we're just choosing one of the progressive candidates to 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 step forward. So there's an, this is locally decided tactical voting. So um, you know instead of a tactical voting website telling you you know tactical voting's been around for a while. So instead of a tactical voting site telling you who to vote for. Um, you know we have the opportunity to be able to come along and ask questions um, and uh, decide for ourselves so I think that's where the power in the, in the campaign is. I, th-
1: I think there have been some accusations certainly in South Devon I think the um, incumbent Tory MP there said this was anti-democratic but we're not asking anybody to, set, to step down we're not reducing the number of options um, arguably are voting system is wildly undemocratic and this is a very sort of rational response to try and get some um representation uh for for actually the majority of people and and i think just on that thing as well i think one of the really interesting things that the the sad things that the conservatives have done is um not put in place the encouragement for young people to vote so in lots of um schools now when i was young we did we um had uh, mock elections where you would actually have the chance to practice voting and i think for so many young people they've never um they haven't been encouraged in that at school and then suddenly you're being asked to go and do something that you've never done before in person the barriers now of voter id whereby an old person's bus pass counts as voter id but a young person's bus pass doesn't count as voter id and people need to fill in an additional form if they haven't got any need for or can't afford a um, driving licence or a um, passport, these are extra barriers to young people voting. And and research has just come out that suggests this next election will be the most unfair ever, in that um, the difference between over-60s voting and under-25s is 28 percentage points. Um, and uh, similar levels for homeowners being much more likely to vote than renters um, and High earners being much more likely to vote than low earners, and I think this is such a huge problem um, in in any attempt to call our politics representative. Um, so that is definitely something that we're trying to do alongside this: is motivate and and encourage uh, younger people both to register and to get the voter ID and to turn up and vote. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. On the day. Maybe
0: come back to that one because that, that's an interesting one. So to help people understand, we understand now what the what you're trying to achieve. What is the process that you go through to achieve that? Or well, that you see it achieving it. Um,
1: and so, the, so the East White Primary has very much come out of um, the work that's been done in South Devon um, of looking at this this perennial problem of safe conservative seats, what's the response? Um, and our model is, is very similar to what they are doing, which is that in um, February, uh, there will be um, an invitation out for people to book their tickets to come to six local meetings, which will be in, uh, venues are being firmed up at the moment, but will definitely be in Ryde, Wootton, um, Ventnor, The Bay. Um, and there will be six local meetings in which people are invited to um, attend, uh, bring with them some proof of address, um, because it'll be only for uh, residents of the East White constituency. And there, invited will be the Green, the Liberal, and the, the sorry, the Liberal Democrats and the Labour candidates. And question the, the exam question is who is the best tactical choice? to beat the Tories in East White. It's not whose policy platform do I prefer, who is the most engaging candidate. It, the, the, the question that we are all being asked to answer is who is best placed to beat the Conservatives here.
0: That's interesting. I thought it was going to be down to which policy do you align with the most, but it's because it's tactical, it's not about that.
1: It, it's not about that. No, I mean, we, we the, the question we're asking is how can we best beat the Tories with a progressive MP here? So we're not asking for any particular policy commitments from those three candidates. I'm sure their policy platform, their national policy platform and their local policy platform and the individual, the individual who's standing uh, will make a big difference on who people vote for. But that is, the, that is the only question that we're asking is who is the best tactical choice? In East White, because there is no clear answer to that question currently. And
0: how do you get to <laughs> how do you get to understanding who is the best choice in these six meetings that are going on?
1: So, um, people, so the candidates will have the chance to present their um, present at the beginning, probably for four minutes or something on that um, on that question, and then there will be a chaired Q and A, so people can bring any questions that they have. Everyone will have the chance to answer those questions at the end. Of each meeting, people will leave voting as they go um, for which candidate they think is best placed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those uh, There will be oversight from the parties, it will be a secret ballot and at the end of the two weeks, so at the end of all six meetings, all those votes will be tallied up and we will then um, announce the winner of those as the people's champion. So it's putting as many local heads together as we can to answer this question question of who is the best local candidate mm. and we hope then that local people will trust local people who have gone out attended asked the questions for themselves um, and then that'll be much easier to to encourage local people to back a candidate that has been locally and fairly selected from from the people that come to the meetings and we want as many people as possible to come to those meetings so we can have as many heads together as possible on on who is this who who will be best to back
0: how is it going to be on the basis of who's, I mean, part of it might be who's received the most votes in the past? Or how How do you judge who is, I mean, I understand there's going to be a room full of people there. I'm just trying to understand how that room full of people then comes up with the answer of you're trying to persuade individuals or people on the stage are trying to persuade the individuals in the audience it's hard for it not to be judged on the personality of the person on the stage, isn't it? Or
1: yeah, Well, and and I think personality in a local MP is an important thing of somebody of who is going to stand up for, for the island. And particularly because we are asking them to extend themselves beyond their um, potentially natural um, political affiliations, they need to be able to represent a wide range of people. Um, so... So I think it will be, be on various factors. I mean, I think one of the questions is how many volunteers do you have that are prepared to help you for the get the candidates. vote out for the candidate? Okay. How big is you know, the, the, the size of the local party? I think it will be an amalgam of factors that, that help people to decide um, who to back. Um, but I think that's always, I mean, in people trying to decide for themselves who is the tactical voice, choice, mm-hmm. mostly you're trying to second guess who other people think is the tactical choice in order to decide. So this is a way of at least putting it all on the table to work out who is the best tactical choice.
0: Right. And this is why it's important for you to have each of those six rooms being balanced politically as far as you can, so one party isn't flooding the room with people that they...
1: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And that's one of our key... um, The key reason that we are really... um, uh, getting out there on talking to people all over East White at the moment. Uh, we're out every Saturday uh, with a democracy meter. We've got lots of people signing up to volunteer to help get the word out is we want to extend that invitation to as many people as possible. Okay. Uh, we can't be responsible for who books those tickets. We absolutely can be responsible for making sure that everybody has the opportunity to book their tickets and we get as many people in the room as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, they mentioned a
0: democracy meter. What's a democracy meter? Uh,
2: I think there are six six questions on democracy meter. Um, it's asking, a website, is it? No, it's a it's a it's a piece of board. Yeah. Uh, that people can, um, and we've got a bunch of stickers of all different colours, um, and people just answer yes and no questions that are on the board. So um, it's really asking, you know, what um, are, are you happy about the? Um, uh, the state of democracy as it is right now. Um, uh, off the top of my head, I can't think what the questions are, but they are, you know, um, you know, do you, uh, things about the environment, things about the NHS, things that people feel really passionately about. Right. Okay. Yeah, just a range of questions are on there,
1: mm. and it's great because you get a very visual representation mm. of what people think, uh, and it's a great way for to, to discuss the primary and and engage people, which I think is another advantage of what we're doing at the moment is we. Normally people don't hear about this stuff much until the election starts and we are opening this conversation early um, and and getting people involved and engaged um, which hopefully will really pay dividends um, both in East and West White mm. in getting people um, registered and excited and realising that this is such an important process for, for the island and for all of us of who is our next MPs going to be here. So that's,
0: and can we talk a little bit about when you're out with the democracy meter
1: mm-hmm.
0: the people that are coming up to you i guess the people who are politically engaged would be naturally coming up and wanting to put their stickers on but are you finding people that aren't politically engaged getting engaged with you in the democracy meter
2: yeah yeah we've had um yeah we've, we've spoken to all different kinds of people on the street and um, yeah some people have said no you know we don't vote okay i understand that um, but this is very much uh, a word of mouth uh campaign where um you know have a chat have a chat with your friends and family and tell them that this is actually, you know, going to happen. Um yeah, it's uh yeah, it's the people who aren't normally engaged are kind of taking a leaflet, reading it and then saying, Okay, I'm gonna think about that mm-hmm. you know, and walk away um and sometimes you know it does take more than one conversation to actually think all right then okay i'm actually going to do this you know if we've got the will of the people the local people together saying yes we're going to go for this then we have a a better chance Mm. Mm.
0: and was the um the people who say that they don't vote do they what's the reason they give that they don't vote
1: so much is people saying they're all the same, all, politi- all politicians are the same, um, and there's a real disengagement from believing that politics can change things for the better. Um, so I think that's one of the really strong things. We're meeting a lot of very disaffected conservatives who say, I'm not voting for them, but I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, so, yeah, the... The response is is really broad and really interesting um, and and people do do get absolutely I think our graphic is very good at explaining what we're what we 're trying to do and, and so that 's a great help but it, we are aware it 's a new idea it 's not been done before at previous elections for all the last election and the one before there was an awful lot of tactical voting and people vote swapping and trying to make their votes count in in different places in different ways but we 're aware this is this is new and therefore the whole concept needs explaining um, quite a bit and, and the more people see us out and about and the more they see volunteers and people who aren't necessarily usually very politically engaged but feeling like this is the only way we might get some representation that, that, that isn't a conservative, um, people, are, yeah, we've had a really enthusiastic response.
0: Yeah, interesting, interesting. I guess that... Yeah, I, can, no, I could go down there. I won't go down there. So so we, we understand the process now. There's six meetings and people come along with prepared questions or questions that arise to them as they're there. When the candidates are, I guess, effectively pitching, I'm the most likely to be voted in. There's then a, all of the votes taken and then you declare, this is the person that the people who've been to the meetings, who are representative of the progressive people on the island think they're going to vote. And then the idea is then for everyone to vote for that person.
1: Yes, um, absolutely. But I really respect, and I've met people, again, on the street who say, I don't mind, I'm voting this. You know, they've got a very distinct idea of who they want to vote for. And even though it can feel like a wasted vote, I really respect that, that... um, people want to vote for the person that they feel most affinity with um even though they have a very little chance of getting in and that is the horror of our voting system that you can't just vote for the person that you most think represents you or your views um it's ineffective and that is so disempowering for for people and that is why we've much rather not being having to do this but it feels like the the only way we can so we're But so we're aware, so once the people's champion, as they're called, is declared, not everyone progressive will decide to follow that. But we hope enough of us will that it would make the difference Mm -hmm. um, in the next election. And we, uh, once the election is declared, so at the moment we count as uh, what is called a non-party organisation, which means our spending limits are about £9,500 per constituency. Once an election is called, that reduces to £700, um, and that's all we could spend. So we're very aware our work needs to be done before an election is called, and at the point at which the People's Champion is declared, the main campaigning for that candidate will go under the banner of the party that they're representing, and then our campaigning energy and that of our volunteers and those that want to will then swing in behind or, or underneath that umbrella, um to do what we can to get the vote out
0: i see um, so maybe someone who was a natural let's say lib dem supporter who believed in the process you're putting forward would then not put their time into volunteering to knock on doors for the lib dem but whoever it was it might be the lib Dem that gets picked but it would be then whichever party was chosen the to, people's
1: the people's champion champion yes people's
0: champion is then picked okay
1: exactly um
0: yeah. Okay. That's, That's the model. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so we we understand the process now. The tactical voting, I just want to touch on that because what always struck me about the tactical voting websites is you don't know who's running them. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and therefore, you know, people want to volunteer. So whether there's, at least with this one, you don't have that. There is, if people believe your process is open and clear... And it's on the basis of people casting votes, pu- members of the public. It'd be hard to game, wouldn't it? Yes. Whereas a website was relatively easy to game if you if you wanted to do that. Yeah. So that's interesting. And,
2: yeah. I th- and I think that you know, with a tactical voting website, it's all very well and good for a tactical voting website saying you should vote for this particular party without ever having met the candidate. And to me, I think it's really important that people have that opportunity to be able to listen to each one of the candidates and really decide for themselves who they want to do the job and who they feel has the you know the best ability to get the job done mm. because that's what we're paying them for you we want we want somebody who's going to serve the interests of East white um, you know to work on our behalf um, and you know, like you said you know there's a myriad of of, uh, of factors and um, and considerations to make about who you would give the vote who you would give the job to mm-hmm. so you know to me offering it up locally it's great solidarity locally um, you know we saw in COVID you know the whole community coming together um, and for something that's so important as the election and making sure that we've got representation that really uh, gets where our hearts are is, is just critical so I think that's for me that's the big, the big draw of doing this locally mm-hmm. and not have a tactical voting because there are loads of tactical voting websites
1: saying different things <laughs> right. um, or, or saying not enough information yet in some cases yeah. and, that, and that's really what's prompted us to do this particularly as it's a new constituency some of these tactical voting websites will be taking national voting statistics and right. then extrapolating things out there's no incumbent candidate here it it doesn't feel on the ground like there is a clear tactical mm-hmm. choice and everybody will, of course, say we're the tactical choice or we're the only ones who've won here in the past or, you know, I'm the only existing candidate or nationally we're likely to win the election. So we're most likely to win locally. It doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like there is a clear tactical choice here. And that is why we've been um, yeah moved to do this process, because I know I could work my ass off for one or other parties at the next election and all my hard work be cancelled out by other People who I mostly agree with working their asses off for other um, progressive parties. Mm. So this feels like the only way of trying to coordinate that um, mm. and and see if we couldn't actually get a progressive MP, which would just be so wonderful. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, the island has historically been liberal, historically, hasn't it?
1: I, so the Lib- yes, the Lib Dems, uh, other than the Tories, are the only ones who've held the seat mm. in the past. Well, and
0: liberals, just straight liberal as well, wasn't it? Uh, yes, I think I, so. I, I'm, I'm not 100% on that. I don't know. I'm I, well, just it, trying to remember. I think I think it was. I, I think did. it was the Lib Dems. Okay. Yeah. I okay.
1: think they were Democrat by then. <laughs>
0: um, okay, so, why, so you, you mentioned about the East White one and being, I mean, they're both new areas, aren't they? both new voting areas. Why have you chosen East White over West White to do it? And
1: I th- we all live in East White, which was the um, first consideration, um, and because East White has a new um, uh, a new candidate, there's no okay. incumbent, okay. that also felt relevant,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and there didn't seem to be a clear tactical choice in East White. So had there been, we'd probably be working for them, but given there isn't, we felt East White was the, the, the place to do it. Okay, that's good. So
0: how do people, what is this, people, you want people involved with it? I mean, You want them to come along to the meetings. Is there anything else that you want them to volunteer?
1: Absolutely. So um, we have a website, uh, www.eastwhiteprimary.org. Um, on which there are um, a really uh, strong and extensive frequently asked questions page because there are lots of questions about the process and really encourage people to have a look at that because that really does lay out uh, the full proposal and and the considerations of why it is the way it is. Um, But on there as well, you can sign up. And then we will send you, um, there's a level of interest that you can declare in the sign-up of whether you'd like to come and volunteer and get involved or whether you'd just like to be kept informed. Um, and, and we will then do that. Mm-hmm. in January. If you are keen to get more involved and support us, then uh, in January we have four meetings scheduled um, uh, in Rye, The Bay and Fentner, um to come along and work out how to help us spread the message um, and come and come and get involved. And we've got some really active engaged volunteers and we absolutely know the success of this is going to be all about people talking to people talking to people mm-hmm. uh as well as uh, the other things we're doing on social media but if you would like to come and get involved we'd love that we're also fundraising yeah
2: um so um yeah we've we've got a fundraiser open at the moment and the link uh to the fundraiser is on the uh, on the website. um and, uh, yeah, we've worked out roughly overall, uh, I mean, myself, charity, well, I mean, it, it is volunteer time. So, you know, we're not, we're not making any money of this. We've been doing this since July and it's just been, <laughs> you know, volunteering ourselves to do this. So um, it's really um, covering our costs. So we're going to be doing the mail, mail drop to all the residents in East White um, through Royal Mail. Um, and then we've got website costs, we've got banners, um, and uh, what else have we got? Leaflets. Leaflets. Venue yes, hire. Higher. Venue higher. Um, So yeah, we've worked out roughly about £6,000 as our overall costs, mm-hmm. um, and we've got almost a third of that covered now. So From from donations? Yes. Wow. Yes.
0: So, okay.
1: Um, People yeah. have been really generous yes, and, yeah. and supportive. We're really grateful um, for mm-hmm. that, and we've got a few more um Ideas. we've got a fundraiser uh, which will be at bar 74 on the 16th of february which should be a really fun night we've got some great uh, local musicians and spoken word artists Mm -hmm. uh, coming to that so um, yes fund we'd be very grateful for all pennies in the pot
0: yeah and that's people do that online do they you said there's a link uh, yeah, on the, the website fundraising,
2: or... Yeah, it's on Crowdfunder at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. the, I'd say the most, um, you know, we really need people to sign up on the website. That's, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, for us to let people know what's happening and when, mm-hmm. that is a, a really big part of our campaign, is just making sure that people are, are signed up. And loads of information on the website as well about how to register to vote, the voter ID. You know, we've covered... It, we've covered as much of this as we can mm-hmm. um, yeah so everything's on the website
0: so yeah. on the on the massive FAQ there will be pretty much any question that anyone's ever thought of <laughs>
1: <Pretty> <laughs> then, the yeah. side. okay. It, yes yeah. Yeah, there's a lot on there but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah the voter ID thing is another really key part of what we're doing and talking to young people um, How's that, what's their to reaction
0: to the young people Are they...
1: it's, again it's really mixed mm-hmm. um, I think One of the things that makes me saddest is that a lot of people feel like they don't really understand our voting system, they don't really understand what's asked of them, and then they can feel like they are uh, in some way deficient or stupid for not understanding it, and I just think our level of political education in schools is so poor. that, that That people can leave feeling like they, they don 't have a stake in it they don't know they're confident to discuss it mm-hmm. um, which is it's really sad, so that 's something that we are really emphasizing in what we 're doing is like this this process can belong to you um, and for one day every five years, an eighteen year old 's vote counts for as much as a well established sixty five year old with with who traditionally or in in our current culture seems to have an awful lot more power than 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 younger people. Mm-hmm. So really trying to um put that across but as we know it's much better for young people to talk to young people mm-hmm. um ab- about these than than uh, I'm definitely not in that younger category anymore. So um we but
0: we were all there once. We were all there once
1: <laughs> in our hearts. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so yeah, it, it it's good but we we don't not underestimating the size of the challenge. This is big cultural um Societal shifts and mm. and and I just think it's so the voter ID thing is so difficult because some of it is an absolute shameful power play to to appeal to um, to groups that are more likely to con, uh, support conservative. Um, are there uh, any policies. numbers
0: on who how many people younger people are not registered on the island to vote?
1: I haven't seen those numbers. Um, it's worth us digging into more um, definitely um, but but yeah, nationally um, voter turnout amongst 18 to 25 year olds is expected to be 28 percentage points below mm. the over 60s um, and mm. there's no reason to think that that would be any different on the island. Mm. We are sort of as an aside in conversations with various um, schools and, and people um, and and younger people who are politically engaged to see whether we could make sure there are sufficient sort of um, hustings or similar events in schools um, to, to build things for the future. But okay. it is very much this 18 to 30 dem- demographic that, mm-hmm. that would be wonderful to get out voting in numbers and mm-hmm. finding innovative ways to, to do that.
0: But you've got some young people on the team already, have you?
1: We have, yeah. We've had some really uh, good conversations um, okay. and, and, and good engagement. But Again, the response is really varied and, mm. and
0: if I, mean, I think no matter what anyone 's politics are if, if it 's good to be engaged isn 't it yeah. Yes, no matter yeah. which way they 're going to vote
1: absolutely whether it be yeah.
0: for the, your client, uh, you know your your choice, your popular choice. Or the Conservatives, it's it's good for them to be engaged.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and and that's what I mean when I say I just find it so heartbreaking that, that, that we haven't been encouraging younger people to vote. You know, if there is a sense, well, they're not going to vote Conservative, so we won't do much to encourage them to vote. I mean, that's just so short sighted and sad because the more disengaged people are from politics on every level... You know we've got situations across the island where because not enough parish council or town council seats are contested, mm-hmm. those councils only get a certain amount of money when they could get more. You know, the, the disengagement from Say that bit again?
0: So if it's if it just gets passed over someone's just voted on
1: If if people if if if, if town council votes aren't contested, then, yeah. then there is less money goes into the pot. I did not know that.
2: Right. General power of competence. I'm not sure about the less you money going as okay. a but if you if you don't have 70 of um, of of the seats being contested, then yeah, you don't have general power of competence. Ah, right, uh, and that then means if you wanted to engage in a project that uh, requires some money, yeah, um, you're not able to do that.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Right.
2: Yeah. So. Um, so yeah. just
0: generally voting anyway. I mean, there's a yeah. there's a vote coming up in Ventnor soon. Yeah which will be, I mean, around Christmas is an interesting time to have a vote. It's <laughs> tomorrow. It's tomorrow. tomorrow it's... I'm, I'm on top of the news tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and I think that's one of the other key bits we want to do here is prove that people that don't agree with each other on everything can work together and find common ground, and particularly where there's shared values. The exact nuance of how those shared values are best addressed is one thing, but we can work together. And I think that's one of the things we said when we started this was the East White Primary could be a sea change in in engaging people who are generally put off by the tribal nature, Yabu sucks, kind of horrible culture of so much political engagement and discourse. Can we show that by coming together we can get better representation? And we really hope that that will filter into... younger people or people with a similar ethos getting more excited to stand in the local council elections which are coming up in 2025 and, and in the future. And that's what we've said is whether we succeed in getting a progressive MP for East White or not, and I'm really hopeful that we will succeed, this will be a sea change in getting people more engaged and getting the progressive majority out, working together, talking to each other. And that's what's been so lovely, isn't it? We've had wonderful events of people really coming together and feeling like oh perhaps if we work together something is possible here and we've been overwhelmed by the kindness of of different um groups and organizations uh who who are backing us even if they can't um shout about it because of their job roles or whatever it is lots of quiet support um and and people saying yes something needs to happen or something needs to change if we do what we've always done we'll get what we've always got which will be fearfully sending two conservatives back to um parliament next year
0: it's interesting what you're saying about people not feeling that they can put themselves forward or openly discuss these things politically related. I was having a conversation on Friday night, uh, uh, there's an awards thing in Sandham, with somebody who was talking to us about the, um, the commenters on the site. And she said, oh, you're not one of these publications that allows anonymous commenters, are you? And I said, yeah, we are, actually. And we, we put it to the readers, I think it's probably 12, 12 years ago, maybe more, where we said there have been a lot of people saying it shouldn't be anonymous commenters. And she couldn't get her head around why someone might not... The, the, the way that the, our readers voted was to say, yes, we, we want to have an anonymous because we don't want it affecting our uh, income ability. Yes, and she couldn't get her head around the fact that maybe she's not been in a position of being employed by somebody else. I don't know. Couldn't get her head around the, the fact that people would be fearful that their what they say on a on a about whether it be political or otherwise might affect the job prospects. Yes, but it's absolutely real on the island. Yes, you know there, there's a limited pool of jobs that people can have.
1: Yes. Yes. But,
0: yeah. So it's interesting that you're saying about it, but people about being engaged politically as well.
1: Yes. Well, and and I think it's so sad that that you know don't talk about religion or politics. You know, instead of actually being able to have a constructive conversation where there's disagreement, so many people just don't want to touch it with a barge pole because because of the fear of being um, shot down. And you know, we definitely had that feeling of when we started this of we're putting our heads above a parapet mm-hmm. and. Um, we'll probably get it from all sides uh, in, in in different ways um, and it, it, yeah, it, it is a tricky thing and I think we just felt so passionately that we can't sit by and do yeah. nothing, um, we've got to try and we've got to try and bring people together to get some better outcomes working within the serious limitations of our political system um, you know, that's mm. why we're doing it mm. and, and hopefully by doing it people get more confident to 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 talk about it um yeah it's sort of strange british politeness of you know we, we, we can't talk about any of this <laughs> it's stuff really difficult it's really that. it's not polite it's like mm, yeah, yeah. personally i mean all
2: i've had is uh, uh, very encouraging conversations from people um you know i've had a a couple of conversations where you know the concern that the, vo- the vote was already decided Um, And it's like, well, no, because we're a new constituency. But, um, you know, people are genuinely really happy that we're actually doing something, Mm -hmm. you know. And it was, you know, back when we started um, planning for this, it was kind of, you know, well, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, but at least if we feel we can get people together locally just to decide, then people have that power in themselves to actually say, yep, I was a part of that and I, you know, I made that. I helped to make that happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's
2: interesting. And what's been really good, actually, is uh, there's two things I really love about this campaign. So the first one is when you give somebody a leaflet and it stops them dead in their tracks. And I've never seen that happen before. And people just stand still. Like, I can't walk and talk when I'm on the phone. You know, if I've got my <laughs> mobile phone, I just have to stop. I just have to stand still. And that's the effect that these leaflets are having. You know, they're kind of reading it. And, um... And then eventually the head would come up and be like, "Yeah, I really like this, um, but also young families, young families are really engaged with it, yeah, um
0: why do you think that is what children's future
2: be? I think you know children's future, um you know, just feeling particularly affected, you know, cost of limb crisis, um you know it's a it's just really heartening to see. You know, you give you give these leaflets to to young people, um, you know, young families, and and they're kind of really engaged. Mm. Um, brilliant, absolutely really brilliant.
1: I think it's a I think it's a really interesting point that the young families piece. I think one of the things I'm finding in in talking to people and in volunteers is people are so stretched by uh, the cost of living crisis, which I refuse to call a cost of living crisis. Mm. It's a wealth inequality crisis. There's no shortage of money. It's just um, concentrating uh in in certain hands um but people are so stretched by that and caring responsibilities and by the demands that are on them that finding energy to campaign or even organize on a very basic level which is the what's required to improve things is in such short supply for people because they're so stretched just trying to keep the basics of body and soul together um so i feel like that's part of my motivation is anyone that's got spare energy as you know so many charities and people volunteering their time in different ways on the island um shows but yeah I think part of the positive reaction from from young families is any sense that there might be oh some possibility of change or that that yeah people feel so powerless um, over so many of the forces that are currently controlling our lives in terms of Globalisation, digitalisation, it can all feel so far away. The idea that we can get together and, and reclaim a small corner of politics on the island or even across the country is, is inspiring and positive for people.
0: So, what haven't we covered that we should have spoken about? I think
1: we've covered it all, haven't we? So I think uh, people will want to know whether or not the what, how the parties are responding to this, the ones that we are inviting. Um, so, um, You said are
0: all three said they'd be engaged, with those Lib Dem, Green and Labour. Labour.
1: So all three are being invited to okay. attend these meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had positive uh, early conversations uh, with all three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Uh, two of the three haven't yet selected their candidates yet. So when those candidates are selected, um, there will uh, no doubt be further conversation. But the invitation is is really strongly to, to all three. Um, and what we have been clear about is that we would empty chair anybody that decides not to participate um, in this process. Um, so we're really hopeful they will all... Mm all come um, and particularly if they think they've got a very good chance of winning the seat then they should have a very good chance of winning the primary and in winning the primary they've then got a much better chance of winning the seat so um, we know it's new um, and, and, and therefore there's, and we know we're working within the limits of, of a voting system that puts us in this position um, but we're really hopeful that, that they will all come to the table um, and give the chance for East Whiters to Use their vote effectively. Which what arguments have they
0: put forward about not being involved? Because it seems like if you think you're going to win, which you would, surely would want to do if you're entering an election, then you'd want to be involved.
1: So I think um I think there may be pressure from um, central HQ of of some of the parties uh, mm. or all of the parties um, mm. to make sure that they're doing consistent things. I think various parties in tactical voting things in the past or uh, alliance agreements where mm. people have stood we're down. We're not asking them to stand down. We're not then. asking them to stand down. And mm. that's, that, I hope, is the crucial difference. Um, uh, we're not asking them to stand down. We're just asking them to participate in a process where um, undecided voters mm. or progressive voters who might not be aligned with any political party have the chance to have a look and choose for themselves. Mm. So we're very hopeful um, I mean,
0: it's a sort of a pre-Hustings really
1: isn't it? It is, um, it is I mean I think for a Hustings you have to include all the candidates and we're not because we are overtly um, looking for somebody to challenge the Tory party
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but we're, we're really hopeful that, that people will come together and, and again showing by inviting people to this setting and, and this organisation showing that we uh, progressive voters can work together even where there is you know, significant disagreement on on particular policies but um, yeah it's just that thing of if you know if we do this there is a really good chance that that one of one candidate from one of those three parties will become the next mp mm. and if we don't do that we will split the vote as we've done before um and the tories will win so yeah it's it's i wish it was simpler than it is, <laughs> it, is it is a really simple concept
0: mm. yeah Okay, well good, thank you. I mean it's it seems to be the central message is go to the website which was
1: eastwhiteprimary.org.
0: org find out from the many FAQ answers on there <laughs> any questions you might have but get signed up to a newsletter is that the point? Yeah, so and then you'll be able to learn from there
2: yeah we're sending out a newsletter pretty much every week so we're not bombarding people but but you know if people want to come along even if people just want to have a chat with their neighbor and want to feel more confident about that or meet other volunteers then um you know that opportunity is always there for people to come along um you know some people uh, are more outgoing and would like to join us on the street and giving out leaflets absolutely brilliant um it's it's for all different levels of comfort but yeah the main thing is just really signing up on the website because then we can let people know
1: uh, and i suppose as well if people from specific parties members of political parties in east white have got particular questions or want to have a chat we are really we're really open aren't we? we're, we're yeah. very available and the email is contact at eastwhite um, and we are really open to talking to everyone and anyone yeah. um about this process
0: Okay, brilliant. Thanks for coming by.
1: Thanks so much for having us. Thank you.